To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Heather Duplessy Allen. Right, let's deal with this. The minimum wage up by $1.50, 1st of April. That's going to be in line with inflation. And of course, you know, as you well know, the RNZ, TVNZ merger's gone on a whole bunch of other policies. Brad Olson, Infometrics Principal Economist, is with us now. Hi, Brad. Good evening. Did you expect a hike that big? Yes, I did. Uh, I think it actually would have been unconscionable for the government to have not increased the minimum wage uh, by the rate of inflation. And I know that there will be a number of people out there who aren't particularly pleased about it. We've heard from business leaders uh, across the afternoon since post-cab uh, who haven't been pleased. But I, I really do think we've got to keep this in context. The actual increase, 7.1% up, is slightly below inflation. It's slightly below average wage increases anyway. And I don't think we can really, at this point, given the cost of living crisis, begrudge those on the lowest incomes getting a little bit more to just keep them in place and stop them sliding backwards. What about everybody else, though? I suppose we all have to, I suppose that the answer is, well, everybody else is not doing it as tough. Well, importantly, everyone else on average has had a wage increase of about that much. We've seen those uh, average wages increase by 7.2% over the year to December 2022. So actually, the minimum wage is just going up in line with what market forces are already doing. And importantly as well, we know uh, from the latest figures that 36% of all jobs in the economy over the last year got a pay increase of 5% or more but 34% of all jobs got no pay increase at all. And if there are any of those people concentrated towards those lowest incomes, then again, I just can't understand how we would begrudge these people just trying to keep up with the cost of living. If the average job has increased by that much, there's no real issues, there's no additional pressures that this is putting on the labour market. Okay, so do you agree with Chris Hipkins then the impact on inflation is very small? Correct. We've seen modelling uh, performed by MB when they've done this uh, last year. The estimates range from, uh, it looks like, around about 0.1, 0.2 percentage points added uh, to inflation. Important to remember as well that if we're already seeing that wage inflation at the heights that it is, at some of the largest numbers on record, then we're already starting to see those inflationary effects of, of high wages across the board, not only on the lowest incomes coming through. The, the kicker, though, for me, when we look at this, is it really does reinforce what we've got to look much more seriously about our tax system again. The 30% uh, tax rate kicks in at $48,000 a year. This minimum wage just comes in, I think, at just over $47,000 a year, which means that if you're on the minimum wage, you're working a 40-hour week, you are now just just, just below what you would be uh, before you start paying the third highest tax rate. Something doesn't seem right there. Brilliant stuff. Hey, thank you, Brad. I really appreciate you talking us through this. Brad Olson, who's a Principal Economist at um, Infometrics. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.